I have got some ghost stories for you. I feel something crawl into the bed with me and it starts to spoon me. There was a time where I would be in bed falling asleep and I would hear my name being called. Different voices call my name. Poof, the person disappeared right in front of our eyes. And we were both like, did you see that? There was this figure of a woman. Her skin was bluish and her hands were clawed and her mouth was wide open. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. And welcome to season nine. Here we are. I cannot believe it. It feels like forever. And it's going to get a little weird today, as everybody can tell, because Rebecca's at home. I'm at home. We can't tape together because we're iced in. We're iced in completely. We've got this really weird ice storm going on, of course. So y'all are going to have to bear with us, which I feel like I have said that for every single episode since COVID. Okay. So when the last time we actually did a full episode was back uh, Halloween. Halloween was our very last episode of season eight. Now we're on to season nine. We've had some great many sods that have happened over the court while we've been off. We did our top 10 of 2022, which was freaking awesome. And then probably the icing on the cake was when we did a special episode with Jim Harold uh, from the Campfire podcast. So if you have not heard that episode yet, you definitely need to go check it out like today. Absolutely. And like Rebecca just said, we've released a ton of minisodes on our Patreon page. You can find that at patreon.com backslash haunted AF. Uh, we have to thank our newest patrons. We have Lisa Miller, Ken, Mike Wilson, Junie Kuntz, Jerry Sanford, and Maggie Nofke. Also, big love to everybody who became patrons between seasons. So don't forget, we are still posting the Patreon pre-games over there every single week. And there are years of exclusive content posted for those of you who are just like really tired of re-listening to episodes. So again, that's at patreon.com backslash Haunted AF. Of course, as always, we got to push the merch. We have Haunted <laughs> AF stuff. By the way, we have two new t-shirts that we would love for you guys to go buy, check out whatever, hauntedaf.com. Uh, all you have to do is click in the little shop area. It pulls up everything that we've got. We've got uh, warm, cozy stuff, hats, sweaters. Maybe if you're drinking a little mold wine tonight, <laughs> you can get one of those. Um, shoot, what are, they, what, are they, what are they called? The tumblers. Thank you, the tumblers. Those are good for hot stuff and cold stuff. Again, hauntedaf.com slash shop. And if you buy something, if you put it on, send us a picture of it because we'd love to share that. We have some props also to Rebecca, you, because you designed some of the cutest shirts ever. There's a Bigfoot one and the Squad Goals shirts, which we just got posted today. And those those are like the cutest shirts we've ever had. Thank you. I would like, it's so fun to make shirts. Well, you're <laughs> actually- bored in the snowstorm. But we also have to play this. So our friend Kat in Australia sent us a little commercial. It was unintentional, but we're going to use it as a commercial with uh, some socks that she bought. I bought socks off you guys. I bought two pairs of socks because I play Oztag. It's like rugby league kind of. So I bought your socks and I imagine they're comfortable because the shirt that I've got from you guys, that if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you shirt, is the most comfortable shirt I've ever worn in my life. And uh, when it wears out, I will continually buy them because they are amazing. (laughs) It's just the most softest shirt and it's hot as shit where I live and it's just... Oh, it's amazing. So seriously, everyone, go out and buy them because they're cheap and they're good. 
So I will be buying more soon. <laughs> Have a great day, ladies. Thank you, Kat. And look, Rebecca and I are both wearing our little logo shirts. That was not on purpose, too. Not planned at all. We're in all black. We're going to go out and we're going to rob somebody after this. I love the idea of robbing places, but we should probably not wear the Haunted AF logo. <laughs> was that your dog? Yeah, it's a dog. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> It was doing it during the intro. Did you not hear it? <laughs> no. Yes. If people think this episode is haunted, it is not. It is just my dog making weird sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that made me really happy. Uh, also, <laughs> we have to have a quick update because um, right after the end of our season eight finale, we went to the haunted tequila place called Los oh, yeah. Alamos Rotas. And we had the Ouija board. We were so excited about it. We actually used it. We tried the Ouija board, nothing happened. Some of the people who were there with us tried the Ouija board, nothing happened. We didn't get anything. It was such a bummer. But the funny thing is, whenever I left, I was going to go hide it. I'm like, I'm not taking this damn thing home with me. I went and hid it in a wooded area near my house. But yet I love it so much. I know. I was like, well, I don't want to have it in my house. But I love the idea of somebody just stumbling across this and being like, I found a Ouija board in the woods. So I left it there and I just went back to check and it was gone, (laughs) y'all. What if in like three months we get a story from someone who's never listened to the podcast or like a friend of a friend was like, oh, you have to send your story to Haunted AF and it's about a Ouija board that they found in the woods. Oh, please, please. I absolutely <laughs> hope that that's the case. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into the stories. Uh, this first story comes from Janelle. Hi, ladies. Love the podcast. I finally mustered up the courage to send in one of my submissions. So a little backstory, my grandfather lived in Jamaica on an old plantation. So this plantation was just um, sugarcane and I'm pretty sure they just sold cows and stuff like that. So one night I was sleeping with my daughter and she was around, I'd say five months old and the sheets started being like pulled off of us. So me being somebody who has had experiences before, um, I was kind of just like, okay, like knock it off and just pulled the sheets back. So then I had woken up that same night and I went to go grab some water from the kitchen. And in the bedroom that I was staying in, there's three mirrors that face each other. So I'm not too sure if you guys really know about portals um, and stuff like that, but mirrors facing each other is kind of a big no-no. So when I came back in the room, I saw a reflection of a man in the mirror. So he was, it was just his head. He had fair brown skin. Um, He had long black hair and he had a hat on. So I was like, yep, like we're not doing this tonight. So I just took blankets and towels and threw them over the mirrors um, and went back to sleep. So the next morning I went and spoke to my mom and I was like, hey, like this weird experience happened last night. Like this is what I saw. And she was like, yeah, the energy has been kind of like weird sometimes. Like, you know, maybe there's spirit here still. So we went and had breakfast on the veranda and one of the neighbors came by. We were all just sitting there chatting and she's like, yep, like I've been here my whole life and actually I was around when this plantation was still up and running. She was saying how the owner's son who used to ride around on a horse and she's like I remember him because he was just beautiful and she was like he had brown skin, long black hair and he always had on this hat. And she was saying how he was so nice to her and he was just like great with the community. And I was like, oh, okay. So I guess that's who was in my mirror yesterday. 
So then after she left, because we carry sage everywhere with us, so we sage the whole house and told him, you know, if you need to go, you can go. We'll take care of the property. So that's my story. I hope you liked it. Take care. Dang, Janelle. I know. I have serious problems with uh, her story. Why? Why would you shoo away the hot man in the mirror? That's true. (laughs) Good point. Have you ever heard that, though, about mirrors facing each other being a portal? No, I have never. That's a first for me. Not just mirrors facing each other, but you're not supposed to have a mirror at the foot of your bed. There's something Ah. about that that's a little dangerous, too. And I don't remember exactly why. Yeah, but if you guys know, send us uh, an email, hauntedayofpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what the uh, what the situation is there. So this next story comes from Stephanie Benz, who actually sent in a bunch of stories, but this was my favorite. We moved into my childhood home when I was about five years old. I come from a big family, and at one time, my mom, dad, three aunts, two uncles, three cousins, grandpa, and sister all lived in this place together. Uh, oh, there, my God. <laughs> yeah. There are also multiple ghosts in this house, which is now owned by my aunt and uncle since grandpa passed away. The first ghost I remember seeing was a guy hanging from the ceiling in my bedroom, which I shared with my aunt and sister. He was white with brownish blonde hair, wearing a plaid shirt, jeans, and work boots. Now, this wasn't the only time I saw him. When I was a teenager, we turned the attic into our room and all moved up into that. I would see him hanging in there as well, just staring at me. Now, I know this sounds freaky, like I should have run or burned down the house, but he wasn't the only ghost there. There was a ghost that looked exactly like my cousin, but a younger version. She just liked to mess with you and move stuff around. There was also a black shadow that would travel throughout the entire house. It would often be in the basement and you would see it walk back and forth while you were in the shower. My aunt and I were just talking about it again tonight and she said she had also seen the man hanging from the ceiling. She even described his clothes to a T even though I had never mentioned them before and again that is from Stephanie. Can you imagine waking up to that in the middle of the night? No. Our next story comes from Tom and again apologies to them reading on my cell phone. Uh, Tom says the other day I was watching destination fear on travel channel and they did an episode on norwich state hospital it's in my hometown and perhaps a literal hell on earth while it was active so one year my brother and i jeff we were working for our mom's party and wedding company doing the tent setups we were told to go pick up some tables and chairs at the norwich state hospital which was closed but it was used for storage we got there but the doors were all locked up so we said it This place looks spooky. Let's come back tomorrow. Just then, the doors opened. (laughs) There was a man in traditional white orderly outfit. I told him that we were there to pick up the tables and the chairs, and he just turned around and walked back in. We could see the tables. We could see the chairs inside, so we went ahead and loaded them up, even though we didn't see this guy again, like ever. We were about to leave when the campus security and the state police car rolled up to us. This is a really creepy part. Security asked how we got into the building and we said that an orderly had opened it from the inside. They informed us that no one was there and that the building had been unused for like 10 years. So how the fuck did we get into that building? It's been 25 years and it still creeps me out to think about it. Thanks for the killer stories, Tom. Tom also sent us links to the Norwich State Hospital, which we're going to post those in the companion blog. Yeah, that's one of those places where they're constantly doing investigations and stuff. So it's definitely haunted. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, we are hearing your dogs again. 
I just got another email this week from somebody who was like, oh, I was listening to episode blah, 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 blah. And I heard a weird noise. So people are going to hear that and be like, dude, there was a weird growling sound. So just everybody know that is Rebecca's dogs. Yes, in this episode. I should probably just take a picture of this so that, you know, I mean, they're literally on top of each other right would now. Would you please? I would love to see this. They're so cute. Oh, they're so annoying. This next story comes from Tasha, who also sent a Dead Pet of the Week song that we're going to have to wait until next week because it's so great. But Tasha says, when I was younger, I always used to wake up with random scratches. These would be in places all over my body and never just a single scratch. It would always be two to four lines together. Yes, like a claw. I slept with my cat in bed, so I figured it was just her walking on me and hitting me by accident. When I went away to college, though, I couldn't bring her, but I was still getting the scratches. I figured, okay, I get mosquito bites a lot, so I'm probably just scratching myself. Until one day my roommate at the time complained that since she had moved into that apartment, she had started waking up with the same kinds of scratches. No way. Yeah, I had not told anybody about them until she mentioned it. After that, I just shouted out into the apartment, you're not welcome here, so get out. And I haven't had the scratches since. I always used to hear, ah, what, what the, f- <laughs> just come in. My daughter is standing in the doorway and scared the shit out of me. What? Please leave that in. <laughs> you, first of all, your face was unbelievably priceless. <laughs> my daughter, are you giving scratches right now? Literally, she's just this dark figure standing just far enough away where I can't make out. I mean, I know it's her, but okay, anyhow, where the hell was I? Um, Okay. After that, I just shouted out to the apartment, you are not welcome here, get out, and I haven't gotten the scratches since. I always used to hear banging on the wall between myself and the same roommate and didn't say anything, but was always like, why the fuck is she doing that? And then one day she asked why the heck I kept knocking on the wall. I know it could have been the pipes or whatever, but that also stopped after I yelled at the apartment. And again, that's from Tasha. Tasha has more stories as well that I can't wait to share. Awesome. Okay, so we got some stuff. We got a bunch of stuff actually from Matt. And uh, he had a Dead Pet of the Week theme song. And even though we don't have a Dead Pet of the Week story, I just felt like this needed to be shared. And you're, you'll want to sing along with this one and play guitar. <laughs> so I wake in the morning and I see my cat and I realized he died a few months back and I turn to my dead ghost dog and say, what the fuck? <laughs> and I say, hey, 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 I say, hey, dead pet of the week. Oh my God. Beautiful. Thank you, Matt. Absolutely love that. And uh, Matt actually does have a story for us, too. Hi, guys. Love the podcast. Um, My first story here is not quite a paranormal story, not quite a dead pet of the week story, but I feel like it, you know, it fits in. It's kind of funny. Um, I live up here in Oregon and I used to love to go outside and feed crows. I love crows. They're really smart, amazing birds, but that's not the point. Anyway, I was outside feeding the crows one day, just throwing peanuts on the ground. You know, they'd come down, get them, check me out, fly away. When suddenly I hear, hello! I'm looking around. I lived kind of, not, not out in the country, but far enough away that I wouldn't, you know, I didn't have neighbors right next to me. So I'm, I'm looking around and I'm like, am I hearing things? What is that? And then again, Hello! I look up on the wire, and there's a crow sitting there, and as I'm looking at him, once again, 
he says, hello. So this kind of freaked me out a bit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You know, what was going through my mind, I was like, okay, am I Dr. Doolittle now? Can I, like, suddenly, you know, talk to animals? Or, you know, what's what's going on here? You know, in the end, I, I looked up at it, and I, I said hello back to it, and it came down and got a few peanuts and flew off and never saw it again. But I did go inside after that experience and Googled it to find that crows are actually smart enough to mimic human speech, just like parrots. So my thought is that this crow was at one point domesticated or spent time around people and, you know, picked up a few words. You know, for not knowing that and then having a crow speak to you, uh, that was a pretty interesting experience. Yeah, and I actually I went on YouTube and looked around and there are videos of these crows <laughs> talking. Hello! Well, yeah, there's also, I want to say it's like a minor bird, like maybe it's a type of crow, but they're black and white. And they'll say all kinds of stuff. You can teach them profanity, which how much fun would that be? No kidding. <laughs> I literally thought maybe somebody was just playing like a prank on this dude. And they were like, our trained parrot, we uh, dyed its feathers all black. And yeah. like now we mess with people. <laughs> so he sent a bunch of stories and we will share yeah. more of them. But the very first story that I listened to was like, well, this happened right before the crow started talking to me and I was like what the f- are you talking what and uh, so I had to like stop and go back and at first I was like great he's just crazy you know <laughs> so I had to go back and find the story we will be sharing more of his stories and in fact we will share some of the YouTube videos of the talking crows on the companion blog so if you're listening you want to go find that go to hauntedaf.com look for episode one of season nine and we'll put all our pictures and links in there as well okay guys also don't forget please follow us on all the social medias YouTube TikTok talk uh i almost said linkedin we are definitely not on linkedin <laughs> i mean we could be <laughs> we're on instagram facebook all that please follow subscribe and uh if you love what you hear on this episode and any other episode of Panadea, please for your friends yes and leave us a good review wherever you can oh, yeah so that next too. week we've got a wild story about a dimension jumping dog and uh, a creepy story about a town that was flooded and turned into what is now a potentially a haunted lake But in the meantime, you got to send your stories, ghosts, Bigfoot, UFOs, dead pet of the week, uh, matrix glitches, or just that weird shit. We want to hear it all. Send it written or recorded, audio or video, to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com so we can use it in season nine of Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website hauntedaf.com gotta say thanks to andrew mamalica and travis vance for the haunted af theme song and to on-air media for titles and technical support also big thanks to all of the haunted af patreon supporters most of all we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us by the way julie if i die first i'm coming back to haunt you oh, i'll come back to haunt you too rebecca 